and thank you for tuning into the Business and Wealth Show with your host, Matt Catrum. Let's go. And thank you for joining us on this particular show, the Business and Wealth Show with Matt Catrum, your host. Today, I have our special guest, Shannon Kirkendale, who's the founder of LinkIn. We are going to be talking all things marketing. How do we attract the right people to us, to our business? so that we can serve them, help them, and with the intention that they pay us. How do we find these people? What's the best and easiest way to do that? Using Shannon's expertise. Very interesting background. So stay tuned. Shannon, welcome to the Business and Wealth Show. Thank you, Mac. Thank you for having me. You are most I'm welcome. excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to speak with you. Shannon, tell us, let's kick off. Let's get straight into this. Tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial background. What got you started as an entrepreneur in doing what you're doing now, I suppose? So I got started as an entrepreneur in 2005. Um, I was a sales assistant and I have I have a, a number of skills and I was working at a regular job and I was just not no one was taking advantage of all the other skills that I had to offer. And so I allowed myself to get fired. <laughs> That's so, um, and that was because I needed to be able to figure out what I wanted to do next. It, you know, I, I was kind of a, a precipice for me. And uh, when you're unemployed and you're, you're job seeking, um, you're kind of just throwing a bunch of stuff out there to see what, see what sticks. And so a gentleman reached out to me and uh, he wanted me to basically put his invoices into a database and send them off to, he was a, uh, a Roland food distributor. Mm. So he, he did, he took care of a lot of food exports that go into restaurants. And so I would need to process the invoices. But my big thing was at that time was I really wanted to work from home. Uh, I had a teenage daughter or a daughter who was about to be a teenager, single mom. And I just knew I didn't want to do any more commutes um, because, you know, you're spending 30 to 45 minutes to go 12 miles. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. And so um, this gentleman who reached out to me, he was like, well, yeah, the job's in Beaver. You know, the job that I need, I need you to come to Beaverton. Well, Beaverton is about a 30 minute drive from where I'm at. And. I just was like, you know what? I don't, I, I don't know if this will work. And he's all, I only need you to come for a week. He's all, if you have a computer at home, you can, you can do everything from home. And the light bulb went on, and I was like, this is fantastic. So, and that's how the work from home for me started. But the entrepreneurial part didn't start just yet. I needed to pick up more hours. He only had fifteen hours a week for me. I'm still in the mindset of trading time for money. Right. You know, I haven't gotten to that place where where uh, it's package deals and you're not trading time for money. But uh, it was through that process of working with him. I started researching. And I don't know if you remember back in the early 2000s, the really long sales pages. Like if oh, yeah. you saw any form of Internet marketing, it was a sales page that went on and on and on and on. Right. I used to build those. Oh, really? Um, wow. By hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, creating a style sheet using HTML. But I figured out there was a service where you could be a virtual assistant. Mm. And so I was like, okay, the company hired me to be a VA. But after about a month of that, I was like, you know what? 
I'm they're they're the middleman. They're the ones that are getting the client. They're taking their piece and I'm only making $10 an hour. Right. I know how to build a website. Like I'm highly technical. Why I'm going to cut out the middleman. Mm. So that's what I did. I built my I built my first website. My company was Creative VA Services. I put my information on uh, Upwork. I think it was called something different at the time. Uh, or Guru. It was called Guru. Put it up on Guru. And within a week, I had a gentleman reach out to me who was an internet marketer who wanted me to build out his sales pages. And he was going to pay me good money a month to do that. Nice. Um, and that's how it got started. And then over time, my services evolved where I was primarily working with coaches, authors, and speakers. Um, I really still didn't understand the marketing game because I was a builder. All right. I like he he understood the marketing game. So I was starting to learn. I was starting to figure things out. Um, I'm going to fast forward to 10 years later. I'm a pro at it at this point. I've got lots of really great clients, but now I'm at a new precipice. I need to stop trading time for money. Mm -hmm. I also need to give myself a raise because people don't pay. Like if you're a virtual assistant, you're lucky if you're going to get anywhere from $50 to $75 an hour. Right. right. I knew that I could, I could do a lot more for my clients. And so I became an agency. Okay. And so this was about 2015. Uh, it was the end of 2015. I became a full service marketing agency. Now my, mar my marketing game's up there. I'm getting clients. Uh, but I wasn't able to handle the financial side of my business. It was a roller coaster and most entrepreneurs can attest to this. It's the feast or famine roller coaster. <laughs> you know, one month you're doing really good. So you spend extra on things that you need for the business. And then a month and a half later, you're back in the, the famine. Right. And you're like, okay, well, what do I cancel this month? And I just got tired. It just, it was really frustrating, hmm. but I had a big fail. I lost I lost clients. I lost my team. Like it was a really, really sad place to be. But so let me ask you, Shannon, the, 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 what was the cause of the failure? Is it because of cash flow or is it because of systems that weren't in place to protect what it is you're trying to do? Or was it a bit of both? A little bit of both. I had a project manager, but it was really a cash flow issue. So I had a project manager and here's, I don't know if you might have some of your audience who believes in energy yeah, and how energy from other people will affect you. Yeah. She would come in almost daily complaining about her financial situation. Oh, wow. To someone who is already having financial issues with the business. And because I was having financial issues, she basically quit without any notice. Right. And... I now no longer had the person who was the head of my system. Yes, project manager. Make sure that everything was being done. Yeah. Um, and so a couple lessons here. I got turned on to a book by uh, Mike McCallowitz called Profit First. Right. All right. Profit First was a game changer for my business because it taught me how to basically conserve my money and manage it in a way that if it was a slow month, I wasn't, my business wasn't going to suffer and neither were my clients. Um, I also learned that the energy that this woman was bringing into my business was really affecting it. 
because it was making it even worse. All mm. right. So in a, in a way, it was a blessing that she left. But because I was struggling, I did hire a coach at that time. Right. And the coach encouraged me to look into LinkedIn. Mm. And that's how LinkedIn became. So during this time that I, my, I don't have a business, for some reason, I am still generating leads on LinkedIn. But I can't fulfill. I can't fulfill. I can't help anybody. But I was a partner with a company called Digital Marketer out of Austin, yeah. Texas. Yeah. I know that. And this was back in the early days. It, um, I'm a second generation legacy. I was a second generation legacy partner. So I reached out to three partners that I had a really great relationship with. And I said, hey, generating these leads on LinkedIn, but I can't fulfill. Can your agency fulfill? And I let them know I'm sending them to the other two people because I know one size does not fit all. All right. Sorry. You know, someone may not be able to work with Carlos, but they'll be able to work with Gene, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I just said, if you close them, I would like a 20% kickback. And they're like, no problem. We can do that. Yeah. And so for about three months, that's how I did it. And during that time that gave me the opportunity to still make some money but be able to develop the system that I now currently have. Awesome. And, this, so, and the system is a full system of lead generation using LinkedIn. Excellent. I want to I want to go down that line a bit more in a moment. What's what was your biggest lesson before I go into your expertise, which is marketing, which is LinkedIn, how to generate leads through LinkedIn. We want to hear all about that. What was your biggest lesson from business failure to business turnaround? Uh, and where you are now, what was the biggest, if there was one or two biggest lessons for you? The the first one was I needed to get my finance. I needed to make friends with my money. Right. All right? My, my It was a complete and utter mindset overhaul when it came to the finances. Um, when you have money issues, it goes back. It goes back to childhood. So right. I had to have a complete awakening and a mindset adjustment to that. That was the lesson. The, and then the other lesson was to really listen to what people are saying because the red flags appear. The gal that was helping me, there were a ton of red flags that I chose to ignore that I later found out from people who worked on my team. Mm. Listen to the red flags. Like fire, if you've got someone who is toxic to your organization, fire them. I don't care if they're a friend, like it doesn't matter. Fire them because it's detrimental to your business. Right. So like you your that. business, if you're trying to attract people to your business and there's any form of negative energy around you, that makes it harder to penetrate. It makes it harder to get to get those new clients. Fantastic. So I, I, that was that was my big lesson. That's a big lesson. Thank you for sharing that. Now let's talk Absolutely. about your work as a uh, CMO. You still do the C fractional CMO work. Tell us a little bit about what that means for our small business owners listening in. What is a, I know what a fractional CMO is, but they may think at one point I may need this or I may need Shannon's help now. And also we want to look at um, the LinkedIn work you do and how that generates leads. Let's start with the fractional CMO. Absolutely. Fractional CMO actually kind of came about naturally because when my clients would bring me in to do their work with LinkedIn, 
because I might done for you services. I saw a lot of holes in their business that needed plugged up and they were marketing holes. You know, you can't do a lead generation campaign without any form of an email follow up. So right. it was like, OK, I had to talk to talk them up, talk to them about what happens to your sales, at this to the people after your sales call. All right. Where do they go? Do they go into an email campaign? Are you following up? Are you putting an appointment on your calendar to remind you to follow up? This is where automation comes in. All right. right. So as a fractional CMO, I would come in and either I would do the work for them or I would help their team get the work done. Mm -hmm. Most of the stuff that I do, it's about me coming in and saying, okay, here's the plan and then having their team build that out got it got it got it so for someone who may not be so <laughs> in lead generation in terms of follow and and also follow up in their marketing you can come in automate a lot of this for them so they can now start creating consistency in lead flow in lead generation and to the close fantastic link <coughs> Link her in, so uh, yeah, uh, you okay? Need some water? You good? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Sorry, I'll have some water because you're having water. Fantastic. Get that little dry <laughs> <clears throat> tickle in your throat. Yeah, whenever I do these calls, I always have some water next to me because you just never know when that dries up and then you can't. Yes. So, um, listen, Shannon. Link her in. Tell us about your work then, because it's very much um, LinkedIn focused and we have a lot of people who use LinkedIn. Uh, how can they use that for, how can people use LinkedIn for lead generation? How does all that work? So it's two systems that combine to make one system. The first part of it is creating content and showing up on LinkedIn, providing value, sharing your story, um, talking about your business, talking about your business journey. So that's the first part of it. The second part of it is doing outreach to the people that you're connecting with mm. and starting a conversation, not promoting. <coughs> Sorry. No problem. Not promoting necessarily your business, but asking them questions, addressing pain points that they may have. And so that's how you want to do it. You want to reach out to people, but you want to ask them questions, just one question in order to get them to reply. You don't want to ask them questions like what's, what are you, what sort of struggles are you dealing with? Because we all know what that leads to. Right. Right. So ask them something simple. Ask them about something they're doing in their business. Yes. I am really sorry. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, um, so, so what, what I'm hearing you say is this. In starting the conversation in LinkedIn or any social media for lead generation. Right, Pretty much. But what I want to do is, hey, hey, my name's Mac. I'm a business coach. And which area of your business are you struggle with right now? What are the challenges? Because they know you're trying to sell them something. And if you want to help someone, then, hey, because LinkedIn is a, a pr pr primarily a networking environment, online digital networking environment. And so what we're saying is that 
start the conversation. Hey, I, I love your post about ABC. How long have you been doing this type of work? So just like you would do in any conversation, even in a live environment, hey, I like um, your suit you're wearing. Where did you buy it from? You know, just open the conversation so it doesn't sound so salesy, so markety. I'm just filling the gap, Shannon. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah you've, you've nailed it. Yeah. That's really it. Um, coming, like, if you receive a message from somebody that is more than a paragraph long, hmm. move on. Move on. Because all of it is, is, it's all sales. All right. I don't. When you approach me in the in the DMs, you don't want to send me your life story. Share your life story and your content, right. but don't share your life story with me when you're sending me a message. Yeah. All right. So yeah. ask me a question that is going to get me interested in having a conversation with you back. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <coughs> Do you have, bless you, by the way. Do you have two or three tips that people for LinkedIn specifically, because that's your expertise that people should be doing and not doing. What are three tips to get LinkedIn lead generation working for you? First tip, don't spam. No spamming. Got it. Space your messaging. Don't send me a message on Monday, then Wednesday and Friday. Okay. Send me one message. Give me at least 48 hours to reply and then wait two weeks to send me another message. Wait two weeks, right? Yeah. Why, why the two weeks wait before we come to number three, by the way? Because then it feels spammy. It feels desperate. Right. And the whole point of sending the next message, if I don't respond, the whole, the whole point is to get me to respond to the message. Mm. All right. When I create these campaigns, I'm so sorry. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it has something anyway, to When I create these campaigns, we got the dog, I'm coughing. That's fine. This is real life, people. Um, <laughs> We're here. We're here life, so go for it. <laughs> so when I create these campaigns, the whole point is I ask a question that's going to get the engagement back. And I'm looking for some level of interest throughout the conversation. All right. So I there needs to be time. All right. But if I don't get a response, then I'm going to ask a different question the next message I send out. But I'm going to wait two weeks because otherwise it's spammy and it's like email marketing. Mm. Lead generation is not email marketing. It is a nuanced approach. And in a sense, we are going in cold. But that's the whole point of the content. These people, when I reach out to connect with them, the first thing they're going to do is look at my profile. They're going to know who I am and what I'm about. I don't have to sell myself. Wow. My profile will do it for me. I just want to start a conversation. Right. right. Got it. Why, why LinkedIn for small businesses? Why not? I mean, for you, why are you specializing in LinkedIn rather than Instagram rather than Facebook rather than Twitter. Why LinkedIn? And why is that so important for uh, entrepreneurs? So LinkedIn, there's two ways to approach LinkedIn. If you're looking for work or if you're B2B. Right. LinkedIn's not, the, in my opinion, LinkedIn is not the place for B2C. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, that's TikTok and all the others. 
That's your B2C. I don't focus on that. Mm. B2C, consumers are a different, different breed of people. Whereas business to business, I'm dealing with people who have the same mindset that I do. They understand business. They understand I'm on LinkedIn. As much as you hear people complain about being marketed to on LinkedIn, they're doing the same thing. They've right. come to LinkedIn because they know a part of their pie is there. The yes. people that are that are meant to work with them are there. Yeah. So that's why LinkedIn. It's very, very B2B focused. But at the same time, there are people on there. There's lots of people on there that are looking for work. Um, out of the 700 million people that are on the platform, there's only 6% who are actually producing content. And out of that 6%, there's probably only 1% of them that are producing exceptional content. Wow. And I'm trying to be part of that little tiny bit. So right. here, here's what I'm hearing you say. In a crowded market where you've got 700 million people, they're using LinkedIn for various reasons, but only 6% are creating any content. In other words, only 6% in the market square are shouting, saying, hey, here I am. You might be interested in this. Hey, have you checked this out? This could be the best thing that could really help you and your business or your career. Only 6%. That, listen, Shannon, your figure. It opens up a lot. It's like, if you are not making noise or waving or shouting and, and creating content, you're missing a huge opportunity. You're missing out. You're leaving money on the table, plain and simple. If your business is struggling, get on LinkedIn, put a system in place. If you're not ready to generate leads, start writing content. The mm -hmm. third tip would be create a schedule and stick to it. If you, you do not have to write content every day. That is, that's a myth. You do not have to write content every day on LinkedIn. I write content three days a week and I stick to my schedule. Right. That's right. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are the days that I write content. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now I did ask, and I forgot about it. Number three, um, in terms of tips, you may have answered it already. Yeah. To, to create, to write content, to create a schedule. Yeah. And be consistent. It's about consistency and persistence. Persistence and consistency. Fantastic. For those who, um, uh, let, let me say this, for those who want to learn more about lead generation and marketing through LinkedIn uh, and getting better lead generation results, how can they con connect with you, contact you? Um, where, where could they do that? So you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, the My LinkedIn name is Shannon. T is in Tom or Tara Kirkendall. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also go to linkherin.com. Linkherin.com. Oh, Shannon yes. T. Kirkendale on LinkedIn. We'll put the details in the show notes of this um, this show as well. And um, I haven't finished yet. There's a couple of, there was, um, I just want to, take a segue, then I want to come back to you with another question. Uh, maybe something I should have asked that I haven't asked that you may want to share in terms of marketing or uh, in terms of LinkedIn. So if you for those of you listening or watching this on whichever platform, remember the algorithms love interaction. They love engagement. So please like, please follow if you're not following. Please subscribe. 
you know, we're not charging for this. So the least you can do is just subscribe and say, hey, I want more good content so they can notify you whenever we bring out and we bring another expert like Shannon onto the Business and Wealth Show. Remember to share this with your friends, your colleagues, associates as well, and so that the algorithm picks it up and gives us more airtime. Shannon, over to you. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Um, so we, we, we just love helping people. We just love giving content out. So Shannon, anything that I should have asked you, I haven't asked you, anything you'd like to further, you'd like to share with us in regards to marketing or LinkedIn? So um, I would like to share that um, I created a course. Okay. If that's okay. okay. Um, because I've realized that done for you services don't work for everybody. Mm. And that some people want to be able to learn how to do what it is that I do. But, and, but for themselves and be able to maintain it. Sure. And so I do have a course that actually encompasses the content strategy, as well as the lead generation system that you would complete. Um, and it includes all of the tools. And I also include uh, how to put, you know, how to add LinkedIn into your daily life. All right. Without having it overwhelm you. I think some people think that social media can be overwhelming and they find themselves down the rabbit hole. It doesn't have to be. I'm a, you know, I write my content, I get in and I post. And then I do, I spend about 10 minutes on LinkedIn looking for other content to engage with. And then I move on with the rest of my day. And then I might come back later in the evening on my phone and respond to the people that engaged with my content. Right. But that's really yeah. it. It doesn't encompass my day, even though it's such a huge part of what I do. Wow. All that's right? a so, great tip to know. That's a great thing. You know, yes. Times a week you're posting, uh, you're checking things for a few minutes in the morning, you're checking things uh, later on in the day and get on with your rest of your own business and work. I love that. Absolutely. And then the the other one would be, um, again, the consistency, just making sure that you're, you're consistent. Um, and then I also will teach at the very end of the course, I have a bunch of tips and tricks and hacks that only influencers use. Oh. So. But they don't get to see any of that until they complete the course because it's the very it's the last module in the course. So okay, so you they've got to learn the rules first before they can break them. Learn the rules before breaking the rules. I love that. So yes. check out Shannon Kirkendale and on linkherin.com, linkherin.com, or Shannon T Kirkendale on LinkedIn. Catch up with her. DM her. Ask her some nice questions. Say, hey, I was listening to you with Mac on the podcast and you said this. How about this? And then get into a conversation. No spamming. We don't like spamming. So yeah, no spam. definitely reach out. Ask me questions. Um, I give away a ton of free information. For me, I'm not the kind of person that wants to keep it all to myself. For me, it's about helping people. How many people can I help? And so, you know, I have a lot of people that come to me and they're just trying to figure it out on their own. Ask me questions. All right. If, uh, one last thing too: turn on your creator mode. Uh, creator mode is part of LinkedIn. Um, and if you start writing content, you want to make sure you have it on because creator mode will allow you to see the analytics of how your content is performing. 
Perfect. Perfect. So all these great tips you're sharing as There's well. There's so many. Oh, yeah, so I'm many. sure. I'm sure. Hey, reach out to uh, Shannon, see how she can help you. Uh, follow, like, subscribe, um, depending on which channel you are on. I want to say thank you, Shannon, for uh, gracing us with your presence all the way from Portland, Oregon, uh, across the pond there. And uh, listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and energy. I appreciate that. Until we speak. Thank you, Matt, for having me. You've been a wonderful host. Well, thank you. Until we speak again, bye for now, everyone. Take care. Speak soon.